on this past Saturday night, there was a dinner, a gathering of hundreds of white nationalists and neo-Nazis that came together, they thought privately, to talk about what they want to do next, who they are, what they stand on, and what their plan is for the future. Not only were literal Congress people there, but scores of white nationalists, open bigots, not just from the United States, but from around the world. And this gathering was so disturbing. What they said there, what they promised there, what they projected while they were there, is so dangerous, so flagrant, that I need us to talk about it because I think it's a warning sign of what's to come. Let me unpack and explain it. I am deeply disturbed. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. I've been fighting against studying and fighting against tracking white supremacy for over 20 years. And one of the skills that I have developed is noticing when a moment is happening or is about to happen that is deeply disturbing. And what happened this past Saturday night? at a, a dinner at an elite venue, like a banquet venue in the middle of Manhattan in New York when hundreds of open bigots, white supremacists, white nationalists gathered together and literally had a banquet celebrating their past and discussing and planning and strategizing on who they will be and what they will do in the future. It was deeply disturbing, not just because they were so brazen to gather together, but there were sitting Congress people there. Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is a congresswoman from Georgia and is about to be a part of the House majority as Republicans take over the House, said something on the microphone that shocked the hell out of me. And thankfully, there were two brave journalists who found their way into this event to document it. And had they not been there, I, I don't know that this evidence would even exist. Marjorie Taylor Greene, in speaking about the January 6th insurrection, where multiple people died where the Capitol was overtaken by Trump supporters. Marjorie Taylor Greene openly said, quote, that if she and Steve Bannon, who was there, had planned it all themselves, that it would have succeeded. And not only that, she said, had they planned it themselves, they would have been armed. Do you understand what I'm saying? The Capitol was overtaken. And this woman openly said, had I been given more space to plan it, 
it would have worked. What do you mean by that? It would have worked. What, that Vice President Pence would have been killed? That people would have been taken hostage? That Donald Trump would still be president? Like, what do you mean by that? It would have succeeded. And had you planned it alongside Steve Bannon, that you all would have been armed, which is illegal. You literally can't have guns inside the Capitol unless you're in law enforcement. What do you mean by that? There were bigots and white nationalists there from around the world. And it reminds me of the dinners and gatherings of Nazis before the Holocaust. And and that's an important point to make. The Holocaust, which was the, the brutal slaughter of millions and millions of Jews and, and other people as well. Before that slaughter happened, before, before concentration camps were happened, were happening, open bigotry was allowed to fester for years. There was a, a ramp up that took years and years before the Holocaust took place. And there were these types of gatherings where Nazis and their supporters and sympathizers gathered together in essence to say, don't worry, you're not alone. I have your back. We are with you. We are strong and we are together. And that's exactly what just happened this weekend. Let me tell you right after the break, we're going to have a quick word from some of our sponsors. Let me tell you what I think has to happen next. I'll be right back. I have a whole chapter where I talk about this in my last book, Make Change on how bigotry doesn't just explode overnight. It festers, and what happens, and this is exactly what's happening right here, is that the norm of what's allowed gets lower and lower and lower. The norm of what people are allowed to get away with then gets lower and lower and lower. and in spite of all of it, because it's happening not like we see in the movies. In the movies, it just blows up. It just explodes. But instead, it happens like watching the hourglass move on a clock or a watch. It happens so gradually that before you know it, you have an elected congresswoman saying, If I had planned the insurrection, I would have won. We would have won. And I would have have made sure that we were armed. Like, what? That's where we are right now. That you can be elected to Congress and say that. And there be no consequences from your party. From people in power. What's happening is the bar is getting lower and lower and lower on what's allowed. Like, damn near anything goes right now. That white supremacists and white nationalists and bigots 
were allowed to have a swanky dinner, hundreds of them, a swanky banquet in the middle of Manhattan, again shows you that we are on our way to somewhere, I think, very, very disturbing. And what I know is most people will deny it and say, no, 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 that's not where we are. And if you think that, I honestly, earnestly think that you have missed what's been going on for the past several years. Let me remind you that the deadliest hate crimes, the two deadliest hate crimes against African-Americans in the past 100 years took place in the past 10 years in Charleston, South Carolina, and in Buffalo, New York, at a beautiful church in Charleston, and at a grocery store in Buffalo, New York. That's where we are right now, where the deadliest hate crimes against African Americans didn't take place in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. They took place in the Obama administration and the Biden administration. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, that's how recent they are. That the capital of the United States was overtaken, not in the 1800s or 1900s, but was overtaken two years ago. Like, that's where we are. We are in a deeply disturbing place where our norms are getting lower and lower. And if we don't call it out and organize to defeat it, it's growing. It is festering and growing and getting worse. And anybody who thought otherwise is missing it. This is not just as clear as Democrats and Republicans. but these neo-Nazis and white supremacists are, are indeed more aligned with Republicans. Even the takeover of Twitter by Elon Musk is a part of this problem. It truly is. And we have to be unified first in calling it out, in rallying against it, or it's only going to get worse. I'm concerned. I truly am, because I know where this can go, and it's not pretty. Listen, I'm going to think about more solutions for us, and I'll be back here tomorrow to talk about them. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening 
but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Momentum.